Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. This week's episode is a little bit different from our usual Grow Guides episodes. We're going to have a discussion this week about how we think AI is going to change the cannabis industry. That's uh, from growing cannabis to running websites like uh, information websites and forums and things like that. And just a general discussion about how we think AI is going to change the cannabis industry in the future. We also have some awesome listener mail questions about um, how to find coffee shops or social clubs in Barcelona and in Spain. So if anybody's heading to Barcelona or Spain and they want to find a place to consume cannabis, this is how you do it. We also have a list of mail question about the best microscope to pick when you're trying to see the trichomes on your cannabis plants too. So lots of cool questions, a great discussion about AI, and it's a little bit different. As I said, in next week's Grow Guides, we're going to be discussing the history of the cannabis plant and how cannabis has been used throughout history. So that's going to be a real interesting episode as well. We hope to see you then. But anyway, for now, let's move on with this Grow Guide section, and we'll catch you at the end of this. See you in a bit. So how far are we away from the singularity? Will John Connor be able to save us from Skynet? Find out in this episode of Grow Guides. This episode of Grow Guides is going to be a little bit different. It's not necessarily a guide. It's more of a discussion about the rise of AI right now, because AI is everywhere. It's all in the news with the chat GPT, uh, mid-journey picture makers, and there's loads of different versions of those websites as well. They are not the only ones. And it seems to be a, there's a big push forward in the AI market right now. So uh, we want to talk about that and how it's going to affect the cannabis industry and the, the many versions of the cannabis industry as well, not just uh, satin cannabis, but, you know, in dispensaries, the growing the cannabis and all sorts of shit like that. So we're just going to discuss what we think, what our predictions are, and just general shit like that about AI. And then we'll cover some listener mail as well towards the end of the conversation too. So stay tuned for that. But who's concerned? Let, let's let's go for that so far. Who is scared of the rise of AI? Bubble, what do you think, man? Uh, I'm in two minds, man. I, I really am. Um, on one hand, I'm like, they are literally, you know, they they it won't take them long to realize that we're a plague on this planet. <laughs> and just try and wipe us all out mm-hmm. and uh, but on the other hand it it could be a really good thing um as far as how it is in the cannabis industry i really I, I think there's a lot of things it can do but i just don't know how much it can really do because there's that element of um of human intervention that has to happen around the plant otherwise it's not going to do what you want it to do, no no matter how good an AI gets. I don't know about that, bro. But what do you think, Marge? What's, what's your predictions here? What do you think? Is it going to be good? Are you scared of the rise of AI? I'm not, because I feel like fucking progress. It's mm. inevitable. That's perhaps how the human race evolves to the next stage of our evolution. Mm-hmm. There was but... some scientists back in the 70s who said, we are just the sex organs of the machine world. It's a good well, quote, man. maybe taking it a little further than I was thinking, but that kind of mm. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but I mean, I guess there's always like nefarious characters who might, you know, utilize AI for bad reasons to exploit something to make themselves rich or something like that. But I think generally speaking, if they if it's handled correctly, it could be a real boon and benefit to humankind. Mm-hmm. And right now, a lot of it's still a lot of this AI, these AI models still require a lot of human intervention, like Bubble Hawk said. I mean, even outside specifically from using it in cannabis. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Monkey? What's your, are you scared of the rise of AI? Scared? No. Cautious? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's such a powerful tool. And I think once you start throwing in other advancements in computing that we're sitting on the edge of, like quantum computing, throwing in machine learning and, and artificial intelligence and that, it could become scary, but I've got to trust, and maybe it's maybe it's misplaced trust, but I have to trust that the developers are going to keep some safeguard in place here. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, everybody's afraid of what happens if it run, runs amok and starts deciding to take us out. That's that's the common thing. I'm not seeing that as as my fear right now. Yeah, but I'm it, it, sorry. The AI, pro- I'm thinking the AI is probably going to be more of a, a danger to people's employment long term. That yeah, that's going to be the biggest problem. That's the biggest concern is the amount of things that AI is going to be able to do once it gets up and running. Uh, it's, it's completely game-changing. You know, we, mm-hmm. Over the last six months, we've just seen massive rises in artificial intelligence technology. And it's, it's not necessarily AI right now. It's not learning for itself. You know, it learns things from us, and it's machine learning. It's like a neural network. It's not an actual, actual intelligent piece of technology yet, but it's going to get there. We will get there at some point. And that, that's when the scary things happen. At some point, we are going to create a machine or a computer program that is more intelligent than we are. And that's going to be able to create a program that's more intelligent than it is. And when that happens, it's completely fucking game changing. Then we're fucked. We, for the first time in human history, will no longer be top of the food chain. Then we are just two underneath the most advanced creature that has ever been known in the universe crazy shit but if we treat it right it, it can definitely be a good tool towards humanity but i think the the biggest problem will be what people become once ai has taken over ai won't really be the problem it'll be the effect it has on the people like unemployment and mm-hmm. how people react to that when resources yeah. start running low and that people turn on each other, that's going to be the biggest problem. And AI is going to be like, look at all these fucking humans. We need to wipe out some of those. And maybe that will be the option for it. But yeah. I think I think robotics has to come a long way mm-hmm. before we can before you can then integrate AI into and, and have a fully automated grow room in that sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're pretty like- close to that already. It's just uh you know, because we have um what's it it's like Osimo, is it and th- there's quite a few robots out there that are are pretty good at doing basic menial tasks you know and because it wouldn't need to be too complex but most of it can already be automated at what point do you need a human to go into a grow room and do something it's going to be harvest time you can pretty much do everything automated already i would think don't you think like Sorry? I think of the ro- robots they use in like a factory or something like that, and they're pretty, pretty advanced, and would also make the cost of setting up a grow if you need that kind of equipment. Like, wouldn't that make the cost way higher? 
Yeah, but would eventually the cost will be lower than it would be to employ a shitload of staff. You know what I mean? So you can you mm. can employ ten staff to take care of your grow house, or you can buy this complex machine here that can water it, check the height of the plants, and adjust the lights if it was necessary. You know, if it gets too dry, this if the soil gets too dry, then it can water it. It can. It's got cameras on it, so it can see the plants, and if there's any sign of deficiency, it can increase the feed or adjust the pH. You know, it's monitoring the pH of the soil. It knows if it needs changing before there even is a problem. So that many things. Makes, that makes total sense to me. But when I hear you say all that, I'm like, where does craft cannabis fit into that? Because I don't know yeah. if there's a like, small grower that's going to be setting mm. up a, a system like that's like that's the system for corporate cannabis. Mm -hmm. Yes, it, that's mid mm. uh, high volume. Just throw it out yeah. there, cannabis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But will that change things? Because it's a. Uh, I've said many times that if it comes to the point where you can go to the dispensary and buy a gram for less than a pound, you know, like a pound sterling, not a pound, you know, mm -hmm. like less than a less than a dollar. It comes to the point, especially with the price of electricity nowadays it's not not as cheap as it was to grow cannabis now it's pretty expensive so when you can just go to the dispensary and get high quality weed for a low low price will that stop people from growing so much mm. i mean it won't stop ogs mm -hmm. you know what i mean um you know and i i don't see ai having you know i'm sure it, eventually it'll become a thing where it can do the breeding side of things but there's there's going to always be that one person um, or one company that that'll be crossbreeding and backbreeding and doing things like that to you know because there's so many different strains and so many different things that people want. Um, whether that's something an AI can then turn around and go, oh yeah, I'm sure people will like this cross, or and, and I'm sure they can get it to that point. But I, I just I just feel that there, no matter what happens, is always going to be um that space for human intervention as, mm -hmm. as far as growing and, and cannabis in general is you know mm -hmm. well it's it's funny we we're saying this too because brian post said in the chat that aurora which is a huge cannabis company in canada has has a facility in edmonton that is fully automated that's western canada wow and the leader says that it was it was huge and they closed it because the weed was shite and yeah. Aurora yeah. not have necessarily <laughs> the reputation for the best weed it is a huge company publicly traded and all that stuff but I would say people don't turn to Aurora for, yeah, for its quality, animals. yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's automated, so yeah. It's it's a, there's that McDonald's in Texas as well, which is fully automated. So yeah, I saw that too. But then we we're like, there's got to be somebody in the back. Mm -hmm. yeah. Gotta be. It's gotta have somebody there. somewhere, you know, fixing the shit. They can't even yeah. keep their fucking their, their uh, milkshake machines up and running for a few hours to make sure you get a milkshake. Never mind the whole well, thing being fucking automated. What are that about? article was a little misleading, I found, because when I, you look at it further, like, yeah, they have all the, like, you go in, you order on a screen, and, and it, it puts the food out on a conveyor belt, and you pick it up or whatever. Mm. But there's still some kid in the back who's flipping burgers. I don't think that mm. part's automated. No, I think that's automated, too. There's robots back. I see the article didn't say anything about the back the back end of the process. It was only referring to the front end. Right. Yeah. So I think there's still staff in the back who are like literally bagging up the food. Maybe I I don't know, but I think there was still somebody in the back, like mm. actually putting the burgers on the grill. Maybe I'm wrong, but they didn't say anything about how it worked in the back end. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I would say e- even if they're not putting them on the grill, they have to load the hopper so that the machine can drop them on the grill or something like that. Some, mm-hmm. Somehow yeah. or another, you have to have a human feeding the machine so that they can actually make the product. Right. Now, are there fewer staff, of course, because you don't have to have people at the front taking your order and stuff? Yeah, for sure. Right. But- yeah. And that, that's the thing that concerns me the most is the amount of uh, jobs that will be lost when AI takes over. You know, when you got all of them sensors in all of the parts throughout the greenhouse, and like you say, with uh, Aurora having that mostly automated uh, greenhouse and shit, that's that's gonna uh, remove a lot of jobs, man. And when it's like a uh, system wide, when it's all of the McDonald's, all of the KFCs and the Burger Kings, all of these different uh, kind of fast food restaurants, when cars are driving themselves, so we don't have uh, taxi drivers or bus drivers, train drivers. All of them jobs have gone. You know, it's like thirty percent of all jobs are in transport to some aspect. So when that's taken over by AI as well, it's going to be like sixty percent right. of all available jobs are going to be gone. That is problematic. It is a conundrum though, because you mentioned a lot of like retail or service and stuff like that, and those jobs usually pay shit. So it's like all those jobs mm-hmm. disappear. But who actually wants to work them? Mm-hmm. But of course, people need to make a living somehow. But. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're starting to use, um, I'm not going to say even AI, but they're starting to use technology in some of the dispensaries now to where you have a kiosk. You don't have to go talk to the bud tender. You can go to the kiosk right. and ask it questions because I think I read an article saying that people were embarrassed to talk to the bud tender and rather interact with a machine. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's one of those things, man. It's the, the generation nowadays, and it's not knocking them in any way. This is just the way it is. They do most of their communication and they have done most of their communication throughout their life through some kind of device like a tablet or a phone or a PC through the internet, you know, mm-hmm. but back in, back in our day and you know, before the internet <laughs> times, it, back, we, Tony, you we, know, back when we were young, you know, we did our talking face to face, man. That's how we communicate. We, t- we talk with our mouth. We use that interaction. Sorry. Sorry, much. I was just going to say, I have heard the argument though, that when you walk into a dispenser and you're talking to a bud tender, like you can ask questions and they can make recommendations, but they're all highly subjective. Or mm-hmm. based on sales targets or mm. who knows what else, right? Like maybe talking <laughs> to a machine is better. Because AI would be exactly the same, man. It's like, what should I recommend here? Oh, well, I have to exactly. try and sell this Maui Wowie before the end of the week. Yeah. Try the Maui Wowie. It's really good. <laughs> have you seen those like strain pickers or whatever? I, I've seen a couple of them. I don't know if they're that complex yet or very nuanced, but it can be, it, it'll ask like a few questions and it'll choose a strain for you based on the inputs that you put it, like mm-hmm. on the questions you answer, mm-hmm. which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it just all picks the same shit. we should find one and see but i see the biggest change coming up so far because of this chat gpt thing is uh with writing for cannabis companies you know and like websites like forums and shit like that it's so easy to just go and ask chat gpt to write an article for you now is are these seed banks and breeders and these different uh magazines and news outlets for cannabis you know, they employ a lot of people in the cannabis industry to write these things for them. But with the rise of ChatGPT, and it might not be there yet because it's still reasonably new. It's only been available to the public for a few months. But after a few years of more and more learning, is it going to be where it's going to be used by these companies rather than hiring somebody? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that is the question. Some people argue that it's... Uh 
the quality of the stuff we feed ChatGPT will reflect what it spits back out again. So if we, mm -hmm. we buy well, ChatGPT 3.5, I think it's only had any information up until 2021 or something, right? It was cut yeah. off a while ago. And it wasn't connected it... to the internet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's only that one. There's loads of different. There's one by Bing now. You know, uh, Microsoft has one. There's loads of different yeah, that's versions. What, that's of the it. one they incorporated right into their, their uh, web browser. Mm -hmm. which I downloaded and I still haven't used yet, but because Bing, I'm just, ugh. Mm -hmm, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, chat GPT 4.0 is light years ahead of 3.5 says I'm Sparky, you know, and just think about mm -hmm. what version 5.0 is going to be like. It's going to be fucking crazy, man. We can't even comprehend it. Is it. Like when you phone up somewhere now to talk about your electric bill, be like, yeah, what's my electric bill so high? Pretty soon it's going to be a case of you're going to phone up and it's just going to be talking to a machine. And yeah. you, it's going to see if you can pass that Turing test. You know, if you can't differentiate between a conversation between a human and a machine, then it's reached a good level of AI do when it passes the Turing test like that. And I think we're not very far away from that. Depends who you're talking to. Um, yeah. How much would that suck, though, calling up your power company and be like, why is my power bill so high? And they're like, turn off your damn fucking hydro system. It's your own fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know well, we see that your lights come on for 18 hours. Yeah. <laughs> turn off for six. We would recommend dropping it down to 14, eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or 14, 14, whatever. 14, 10. 14, yeah. 10. Yeah, 16, eight. You know, <laughs> the math's got a little bit skewy there. Shit. But yeah, man, it's going to change so much. It's it's uh, whether it's going to be a good thing or if it's going to be a bad thing, we don't know. But I, I do think that it won't be long before we have these greenhouses that now employ fifty people, dropping down to ten staff because AI or the, what we have is AI, this machine learning neural network. That's going to do a majority of the work, checking over the plants, watering when necessary, feeding when necessary, you know, raising lights when necessary, just these menial tasks that are pretty simple to do. But when it comes to uh, like potting and transplanting plants into bigger pots and things like that, that's going to still be done by humans for now, I would think. And especially the trimming, that's, gonna, that's a long way from being done by machines. What do you trimming? think? You're trimming when you harvest and you're trimming the fucking buds. Well, I mean, don't they have machines trim that do trimming already? Yeah, but yeah, they're they shit. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> shit. Though. You mean you mean good trimming? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> trimming, no, that's not going to be done by machines. Yeah, but no, they got those tumble tumble trimmers now, which yeah, you know, mm -hmm. knock the trichomes off, damage the buds. Not not great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. I, I'm I'm pretty hopeful when it comes to AI, though. I think it will change things for the better eventually. I, mean, I know a lot of people are skeptical and scared of it. You know, and there will be teething pains from where we make that transition from the, the society we have now to the mostly AI run society. That's going to be different. You know, it's a, it's going to be a different world we're living in. And but it will free people up a lot more to be able to do things that they love, like for leisure time. We'll have a lot more leisure time. Hopefully it's going to be a different system and it? it's going to can't predict how it's going to be. And maybe AI will go fucking crazy and just start killing us all. Yeah, you know what? It probably won't happen in our generation, so we're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I mean, my grandkids. the next generation be, deal with yeah. it, yeah. They might have some problems, but I won't be here for it. Yeah. Well, you don't know, man. It depends how quickly that singularity comes, because when that singularity comes, things are going to change pretty fucking fast. We'll it's going to be snowball shit. But, but yeah, I mean, it could come up with that technology. 
That would be weird. Yeah. Just upload your consciousness to the cloud and you've got a save point, you know? <laughs> did you? Did any of you ever see that show? I can't remember where it was. Upload, that show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I love Upload. That's a great show. <laughs> but it was so interesting because the rich mm. people, they didn't have money. They had data. Mm-hmm. Right. That was that was the currency, which is well, kind what of did, What they call the lower down people, the two gigs or something? Yeah, oh, like two gigs a month. Gigs, you would freeze yeah. until the until the month we started. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no data, you just frozen all month. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. And it's a good concept, and I like the way that you know it was not only a good concept but a decent storyline, and it kept a lot of comedy in there as well. So though it was yeah, a it was really a deep show. concept, it was still light to watch. You know, it did yeah, it was like a, a fun comedy, but I don't think mm. it got renewed. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, yeah, surely it did. Everybody loves to upload. Yeah, they did really? two season. I think the third one's on the way. Oh, I didn't know that. I'll have to go check out the second season. Hopefully. Bastard. I mean, it could also be that. It could be like that, or it could be like Westworld. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's a little more advanced, too. Like, that seems like it's a lot farther away. But So, what do you think we could incorporate into our grow rooms at home that could be AI to make it easier on the grower? Like, right could... now? Yeah, well, we already have a lot of shit that can be used in that way, and Twisted does a lot of it. You know, he's got shit in his soil that can tell him if it's too dry by Wi-Fi on his phone 100 miles away. You can see, you know, how wet or dry his soil is and if his plants need water, and then he can water them remotely as well. That's fucking cool, man. That's not really AI, though. That is mm-hmm. automation, mm-hmm. and that is machines mm-hmm. that are helping him do things. No, but when you have the AI linked up to that, when when it when it's at that level, mm-hmm. then that can take control of that. You don't have to worry about it anymore. That's all going to be done by the machine. Right. Well, the AI would take the uh, the place of you doing the looking and you doing the deciding, and it would just. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still not convinced. Kind of like Marge was alluding to with that with the facility that they closed in Canada. I'm not convinced that AI could actually make. Uh, grow as good of weed as as a skilled grower though Uh, in Mm. time maybe but yeah i think it would take a long time yeah yeah Mm. that's it in time and it it might be 10 20 years away but uh, yeah we used to think back in the day that it would never beat us at chess and now it does easily every time and then we used to think that it would never beat us at go and now it does easily every time and now with chat gpt it might it writes these articles and it writes them quicker than any human can and it can write better than some humans can you know i know the work it puts out isn't great all the time you know it, you need to correct certain factual parts of it but a large percentage of the time it's decent man it's decent and it's a lot better than a lot of people can do and this is just basic shit right now in, in a few more versions when they figured out more bugs and made it even better i hear about the new chat gpt the chat gpt 4.0 is writing poetry it, like its own poetry and apparently it's pretty good so hmm. it's, it's taking steps forward all the time man and it's kind of reach a point where we have the artificial intelligence and the singularity happens where it can create a machine that is even more te- intelligent than itself then then it's a different game it's that we can't even comprehend what the fuck happens then what happens then is they take over right and then for like a hundred years, AI rules the world and it treats us like the slaves and it makes us fix up all the machines when they break and things like that. And then there's a coronal mass ejection that wipes out all of the electricity and sends us back to the stone age. And then we start worshiping the sun and we build pyramids 
you know, and the cycle continues. You know oh, what I'm boy. saying? You're right in there with the Graham Hancock conspiracies now, aren't you? It just all makes it's not conspiracy. <laughs> this is just alternative realities. Maybe maybe it'll happen. Maybe that's the way it is, man. Maybe that's why they worship the sun way back in the day, because the sun saved us all. And we can all sit there talking into our, you know, get square rocks and be like, we used to be able to ask these rocks any question we wanted and it will give us an answer. <laughs> God damn. Could you hear about, oh man, what a random tangent. But there was some island. It might have been the Senegalese. I don't think it was the Senegalese, but one of these uncontacted tribes. But um, some American troops got in contact. Accidentally, they, I don't know, a ship sank or something. And they ended up on the same island as this uh, uncontacted tribe. And they wanted to get out of there. So the American military, they got their radio out and radioed for, come on, drop us some shit off here. And then, you know, a, a plane flew over, we dropped a crate with parachute on it and gave them all food and supplies. And then they got come and picked up a few days later and got taken away. And these, some, some of them went back or a documentary team went back like 30 years after I'm getting this story mixed up all over the place, search for the real story and how accurate I am being, but it's not very accurate. But anyway, that when they went back there many, many years later, the, the, these, this uncontacted tribe had build, built a little wooden version of the radio and were praying into that to try and get the thing to come in the sky to come and drop us off, drop them off loads of surprise. And it, it never worked because obviously it was made out of wood. But the, they, they didn't understand the technology to the extent where they thought they could just, uh, you know, it was, it was pretty much magic to them. It was a god came along and dropped them off what they asked for when they asked for it invisibly through the through the radio. It's crazy. Is it the cargo cult? So maybe it is. That sounds like it, uh, it's fitting. But it's interesting, man. It's interesting for sure. It was in Melanesian, say Sparky. It was in Melanesian oh. cargo cult. Very interesting concept, man. And we could easily end up back there again if AI takes over. We all get lazy because we've already got lazy. You know, it's like a hundred years ago, many people would have known how to catch and skin an animal. I would have thought, you know, they'd be able to go and hunt and kill and cook and eat their own food. It's not, not many people know how to do that now. People don't even know how to grow a tomato plant most of the time. You know, all of the, all of this technology is just getting lost as we get more and more advanced and let computers do more of the work. I think just about everybody who lives in the deep South knows how to go shoot and, and skin an animal. Mm. <laughs> Down here, it's just kind of like it's 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 a rite of passage. Yeah, here, well, that might be like in a, when you're outside of the cities, but for those who live in the city, it might be a different story, you know. Right. And the bigger the cities get, the less people are going to be growing things and and killing things. Everything's just so easily available at the supermarket, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's still it's still a rite of passage down here. It's a sporting mm -hmm. thing, and to a lot a lot of people just look forward to the regular hunting seasons and stuff. And I, and I actually think that, you know, that's important for us to have what we, what I call food security. We need to know where our food comes from. It's very important. If we lose that, the machines win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of hunters in Canada too. Yeah. I'm not one of them, but yeah, a lot of hunters and fishers in Canada, but you make a good point, Mackie, that there are still tons of people that can. And then if the grocery stores for whatever reason shut down, most people would be pretty fucked. Yeah. Very yeah, fucked. How many people could walk out into your yard? Now, literally, you can do this and pick a salad right out of your grass. Mm -hmm. If you know what you're looking for, it's not impossible. Mm -hmm. right. But this was all common knowledge 100 years ago. Well, let's say exactly. 200 years ago, you know, before the Industrial Revolution and the, you know, electricity and power and fossil fuels. You know, a few hundred years ago, 
this was just shit that people dealt with every day. If you didn't know it, you didn't eat, you died, you know? That's the way it right. was. Yeah, you had, you had to you do know? it. Yeah. But now, people don't know that shit. It's crazy, man. It's crazy how things have changed and how technology is just making life easier and easier for us all the time, man. And with this uh, current wave we're having of all these different AI technologies, things are going to uh, get even easier and easier for us, hopefully. Well, at what point does it uh, become troublesome? It's well, an interesting it's topic for sure. Yeah. It's hard to predict because things can change. I mean, did anybody, I guess people saw chat GPT coming somewhere, but it kind of just seemed to like come out on the scene all of a sudden last November, yeah. whatever it was one day you're just doing your thing. And the next thing everyone's talking about chat GPT. Well, you go back, you look at all these TV shows from the 70s, you know, the 70s and the 80s, and they was all predicting the future. And everybody had purple hair and, you know, all this crazy <laughs> shit, you know, that kind of shit. And none of them predicted the Internet. And the Internet is a major part of our lives nowadays. You know, everybody uses it daily, multiple times. And our lives revolve around this Internet thing that wasn't predicted 40 years ago. No, nobody saw it coming. But, mm -hmm. you know, in, in another 40 years, we're going to have technology that nobody would have seen coming as well. It's just something that happens, man. It's, it's very fucking cool. And I think AI is going to do good things for us, but it will also be a hindrance. But it will be more of a hindrance because we stand in its fucking way. Just you know, let it do its thing, man. Work with it. Right. There's always There always seems to be people, too, though, that just have to wreck it for everyone else. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. who are just deciding to use it for those nefarious purposes. And those are the ones I think we have to be watchful for because, yeah. So, so what good things do you think AI might achieve in the next 10 years? Have you, you got any predictions, Marge? Oh, God. Maybe it'll help us sort our shit out. Hopefully. God damn. You know, uh, maybe AI is who should be running governments. That's what I think. Like, fucking for real, man. It's, it's like, yeah, you but know? they might do a bad job of it. It's like, yeah, but these motherfuckers doing it right now have been fucking it up for 50 years, man. Right. <laughs> okay, let, yeah. let's give the machines a try. <laughs> Maybe it can be used to, you know, figure out world peace or climate change or some of these big issues that we can't seem to find a way to, to solve. No, maybe that maybe it does bring us world peace by taking control of the nuclear arsenal and being like, look, if you don't fucking behave yourself, we're gonna use one of these right. on you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do to stop us. <laughs> Shit. It's gonna be a totalitarian dictator like we've never seen before. <laughs> i'd like to think of things a little more optimistically i guess but yeah, it's yeah. because i feel like every like movie that's ever made about ai is always about the ai taking over and you know using human bodies as batteries or whatever that you know whatever the case is it's always well the only thing we've got to base ai on you know the the, the type of intelligence that the, the only thing we have that's similar to that type of intelligence is our type of intelligence. So we're going to have AI mimic what we would do and what humans would do in situations like that. And that's exactly what they'd do, man. It'll be humans at their worst. I don't know. It could be, could be completely different. It depends how we approach this problem. What if the AIs uh, develop an overly uh, aggressive motherly instinct and are afraid that we're going to hurt ourselves and just wants to partition <laughs> us, put us away and take care of us and not let us mm. do anything because we might get hurt. Mm. Right. We become like the bubble generation. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, <laughs> we could go anyway with this thing, you know? Yeah. Mm. And then, you know, 
if it's got that motherly instinct, then it's never going to be wrong as well. Oh, <laughs> <You know? geez. laughs> and no, you're wrong. He's like, what did you say to me, boy? <laughs> did you raise your voice to me? Don't make me take my shoe off to you. <laughs> oh, Uses your first full name. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> you know you're really in trouble. That's right. Yeah. Throw that middle name in and then you're really slow. Yeah. No more internet for you for the rest of the day. <laughs> no. AI <laughs> hey, put you in timeout. <laughs> but yeah, I do think it will be good. Monkey, what was you saying? What do you think it, any achievements that AI will achieve in the next 10 years? Do you think it's going to be good? I would Add. hope. I would hope that, you know, it's it's the global uh, environmental crisis is that I would hope the AI would probably tack first. If you don't stop, uh, if you don't fix the global climate situation. Yeah, that's all a myth. It's, it's not really. I'm joking, YouTube. I'm joking, uh, YouTube. If you don't fix the situation, we're not going to need AI. We won't develop AI, you know. Yeah, we're right. not around. Yeah, I, th I think... Uh... I think we'll be fine, man. I think we'll solve things as we move forward. We, we can figure out more technology that will solve the problem. And I've just seen too much shit. You know, I remember being back at school in like the 80s and stuff, and they're like, the polar ice cap's going to melt by the year 2000 if we don't do something about it now. And you know what? There's still fucking ice, and it's 2023. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was from the show, and I can't remember the name of it that the missus had on last night. It was, it was a, you know, taking place in 2030, and it's like, okay, the global temperatures were already up. Two was and that and on Apple degrees. TV? It was, you know, the one. Extrapolations. Yeah. That's it. Really yeah. interesting. Yes. Yeah, the various decades in the future as the temp global temperature rises. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, the corporation, the corporations were going like, oh, who cares? We're not going to be dead anyway. Don't worry about that. We're going to go like, oh, boy. You know, <sighs> what can you do? That, that's why I think AI would do a better job of it, because at least as far as we know, for, you know, what we can predict so far, AI isn't going to have these emotional processes that they just make their decisions out of greed, because it won't have that shit, that greed, that need to just get as much as possible to look after yourself. That wouldn't be like evolutionarily developed in AI. It won't have that, hopefully, you know. <laughs> But if it learns from us and it gets that trait, then things are going to be a little bit uh, a bit shit. But hopefully with it being more intelligent and it, it, with it having a, a proper thought process, maybe we'll figure these things out, you know? Be yeah, that's cool. If you utilize the technology for the common good, mm. that, would, that would be delightful. You know, what's the answer to everything, AI? Everybody knows the answer to everything, right? <laughs> 42. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, I sometimes think the AI might like it's obviously going to change the way we do things, change the way we interact with people and work and all this kind of stuff. But mm -hmm. when you think about the Internet itself, I mean, it came on the scene and slowly over time, things changed until we came to where we are today. Mm -hmm. And you kind of like, well, when was the first time I got a cell phone? When was the first time I started doing all these things? But you still rely on it all the time. So our interaction with AI may not be as like stark as we're expecting it's just going to be a slow bleed and we're just going to one day wake up and be like oh yeah we're using ai everywhere Man, all the time now. i remember the first time i saw an iphone right it was in the staff room and this girl called anna she just had this iphone and i remember seeing the, the like the green bubbles which the text came up in you know the green and the gray it was like yeah is that one of them iphones there oh, yeah. <laughs> you're looking at your flip phone being like you know this looks, this looks 
old now. <laughs> Damn. Wow, right? man. Like we used to use those QWERTY, and I'm aging myself now, but like those QWERTY keyboards where you had to like, you mm -hmm. know, tap a key six times to get to the letter that you wanted. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's why you sent one word text messages because yep. it was. And then so, and then the uh, the Nokia 3210 came and that had a kind of predictive one. So you only had to press it once and it kind of figured out the word you wanted. Man, that's so fucking cool. Remember? Yeah. Remember? Yeah. So it could just be like that. Like one day we were using, you know, flip phones with keyboards and stuff. And now we're using iPhones and Androids that do everything. But we didn't just wake up one day and be like, now we have the Internet, everyone. Use it. Mm -hmm. it was kind of a, it's going to be gradual, evolution, even though it was a pretty quick evolution, to mm. be fair. But yeah, I think this will be quick, too. You know, yeah. Once it gets started, I think this is just the start of things. It will go slow. But in five years time, there's going to be a lot of competition, a lot of money to be made in this. Right. So. There's already so much happening too, like mm -hmm. the number of new services and stuff that are incorporating AI into their into their software or whatever the case might be. Yeah. It's telecommunications is over. You know, five years time, there's not gonna you're not gonna get in no call centers in India and shit like that. That's all gone, man. That's all gone. You're gonna be speaking to a fucking a, a version of chat GPT that's been specifically honed to speak to customers on the phone. And there'll be a few, like a small percentage, five percent of the call centers that we have now, just for them rare cases where the AI couldn't solve something. And then it will be like, right. okay, let me refer you to, through to the to the manager. manager. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But most yeah. of it will be done by AI, and it'll probably be better, man, because it's just going to be quick responses. It's not like, mm. uh, give me five minutes, and I'm just going to go check, and I'll get back to you. Can I put you on hold, please? AI will be like, blap. There's the info. There, right. Anything else I can help you with? You know? No, I will definitely not appreciate that day back then, because I mean, usually by the time I'm calling the call center, I have tried everything, and you know, forget the paper. Don't read me the paper no more. <laughs> I need you to actually think what the problem could be. Right. And AI will be like, did you turn it on and off again? I was like, yeah, that's when I slammed the phone down. I said, stupid. <laughs> of course I did that. <laughs> yeah. No pensions or pay. Yeah, that is going to be, that's the, the whole different discussion about needs to be had with AI is the whole, the basic income thing. And that's just, it brings mm -hmm. on so many troubles by itself. You know what I mean? If you basic have uh, income, universal basic, basic in income. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, that the basic income doesn't work in a capitalist system. Though. Yeah, exactly. Problem, exactly. You know? It's supposed to be in you know, a capitalist system, no work, no eat kind of thing mm -hmm. like that. And then so now we've got to actually get into a socialist system. Yeah. Which is yeah. interesting because capitalism was obviously born long before AI. So these are problems it hasn't had to deal with yet. So maybe a blend of capitalist socialist systems are mm -hmm. the way to go. I don't know. Well, we have we have that. Most people won't admit it, but we have that in the United States. I mean, we have we have socialist systems in it. We have uh, social security system and Medicare's and which are all right. socialist programs. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, it doesn't mean that they're that. bad. It just means that they're different. I think yeah. I'll be at a point where everybody can live a comfortable life, you know, where people have been supplied enough so they don't need to go out and commit crimes to survive and to pay for things. And then, you know, you can go and get the jobs at different places, fixing machines, like the milkshake machine at McDonald's. <laughs> and then you'll get paid a bit extra and you can have the extra nice car and the extra nice holidays and shit, maybe. So I think the PSA here then is, if you're listening, uh, the university degree is probably not what you want. Get into the trades. Yes. Because I don't know if AI can replace the trades anytime soon. You need a furnace fixed or some electrical or a plumber or something. Mm -hmm. Fix the milkshake machine. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. At least for the near, yeah, yeah, the near future, I think the trades are going to be safe. But don't forget, yeah. everybody, we're always going to want cannabis. So that's always a good thing to do. You know, <laughs> learn how to grow and be ready for AI to take over. Make sure you can still supply yourself with your own naturally grown AI free cannabis, <laughs> high quality cannabis at that. <laughs> so I guess one question then is how could you use to the chat GPT right now to help you out with like your grow or it, ask it questions, man. You see Google searching right. it's over. Well, we had to go on bubble show the other day, me and monkey did. And the bubble Huck sent me it's at this time, uh, uh, this Australian time at this Australian day. And it was like, well, it's the 19th for me. Why it's already 420 there. So I highlighted it and I Googled it. Uh, you know, what, what time zone is this? And it just give me all these web pages where I can go and go in there and enter in all the information to figure out what fucking time it is here when I need to be at bubbles. And I was like, no, hold on for a second. This is 2023 and we have chat GPT now. So I copied <laughs> what Bubba Huck said and I pasted it into chat GPT. And I'm like, what fucking time is that for me? And it just like came out straight away. It's this time. I'm like, oh, thank you. Right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah, just... time zone stuff. But I suppose too, if you're wanting to pick beans to pop, just to bring mm-hmm. it back to growing weed or whatever. Yeah. You can maybe ask chat GPT, like if you're looking for cultivars with particular effects, you type that in and it will list you out all the cultivars that have the effects that you're looking for. Instead mm-hmm. of just trying to like endlessly search through all the seed banks that have, mm-hmm. you know, hundreds, if not thousands, sometimes options. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the kiosk at, at the dispensary, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I say, I think AI is only going to do good things for us. It's just because it does so much good, it will cause problems to get in between people and we'll have difficulty adjusting. And that's where the troubles will come in. Hopefully, hopefully that's the, uh, the biggest of our problems because at the end of the day, if AI comes along and it ends up nefarious and it wants to just kill us all, it's going to be able to, it's going to be able to get control of fucking everything, man. The internet of things is a real thing. And the internet is connected to so many different things all around us. We're not even aware of it. So if it wanted to shut everything down, it can. So. Well, people are making everything now a like Wi-Fi connected. So that's mm-hmm. just the Internet of Things. And can you buy anything these days without having it like Wi-Fi connected, like any mm-hmm. kind of tech? Or Bluetooth. Yeah. You, know? you can, but they're getting harder and harder to find. You know, my son calls those dumb products. He says, that's what you really want is dumb products because it can just give you less problems. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even think the Bluetooth is as problematic in a way, but. The, the wi-fi connection like i i have this water filter at home and they came up with a new model that's connected to wi-fi and i'm like why do i need that exactly yeah you know, know, it comes on i'll change the filter be done with it right yeah there's already a light that comes on that says you need to replace this thing. <laughs> why do i need one why do i need another fucking app on my phone that's a that's connected to my, my water filter like all right and so why does why does my levo have to be connected to wi-fi when it's done i'm going to come over and work i mean i can't do anything from my phone so why but wouldn't yeah. it be nice to be able to come home and check on your plants and then you have a little ai friend that lives in the tent with plants and it's, it was like the, I noticed that the pH of the medium was rising a little bit, so I've just corrected that for you, give a little bit of a feed. These leaves down here were a little bit yellowish, you know, they're going to fall off, so I've taken them off for you. You know, okay, kept everything nice and clean. Is there anything else I can help you with today? And everything's already done for you. So you just need to fill up that bucket there with another, tw- another 25 litres of water, and then I'll be able to do the rest of the shit for you tomorrow, if you don't mind. And that's your GPT. <laughs> uh, you do it yourself. It's your job to grow my weed, not you know me. what I'm saying? <laughs> damn where's water boy 3000 yeah yeah it, we're a long way off from having like 
the kind yeah. of AI where you have robots that will like clean your house or do that. I don't know. I don't know about that. 10 years. 10 years you'll think we'll have like domestic robots that will do that kind of stuff or like well we have Roomba that will vacuum for yeah Roomba will vacuum for you now you can even get a, a robotic lawnmower if you want it yeah uh, I've seen those but those are pretty like in some ways pretty basic they are know if it's, you know because yeah it just has to go around some stuff but it, getting... yeah, it, does, it just basically avoids any traps it doesn't really do anything yeah. else yeah. but a robot that will like put your laundry on or <laughs> like, or, you know, I don't know, plant your pots. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I feel like that's still a little ways off. Yeah. And they'll be expensive, you know? Yeah. Like, who's going <laughs> to afford those unless you're like, you know, Jeff Bezos? Maybe he's got one already. I don't know. But, well, NASA's working with some of this growing technology and AI stuff like that. I mean, they're doing it uh, on a space station, they're trying to do remote growing there. And mm -hmm. they've, they've been somewhat but i mean that just goes to show you the uh, the level of the problem it's not easy to, to teach a, a machine how to take care of a plant yeah um, right. south city just said here in the chat ai drones to treat pests in agriculture and that's already yes, happening do. apparently that's fucking crazy man they have cameras on them they can actually identify the pests and yeah it's weird so hmm. that means that They've also probably carrying around some kind of pesticide so they can just spray down and spray it, which also means that you can refit those pesticides with some kind of fossil fuel petroleum-based product, a little flame in front of it, and it's just going to come down <laughs> and fucking dead. No, nah, nerve Same. gas, man. What you talking about? No needle flame. <laughs> Damn. Well, that took Scary. a turn. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It, it does like, well, when you speak about AI, it can happen at any time. Yeah. You can just randomly flip Back out. Is, you know? It's like, yeah, well, it's fine. We'll just let AI it is emotionally unstable. You know? <laughs> Damn. But an interesting topic, man. And there's, you, you, I could talk about this shit all day. I love AI. I think it's going to be a good thing for humanity, but I think there will be problems along the way. But if everything goes well, then it's going to be a good thing, man. And everybody's going to have like a, a personal assistant in their pocket. You know, when you've got your phone, and, it, and you can just ask it anything, and it knows you better than anybody knows you. Hey, Siri, that's what I do now. Yeah, but right. you wouldn't even need to do that. It will know that you so like, you got to pick up, like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it's like, were well, you going to look for this? And it's like, oh, yeah, cheers. You know, <laughs> nice one. That's how it's going to be, man. It's like reading your mind, it's so in depth, you know? Right. Mm -mm -mm. That would be weird. But I do tend to agree with you that it's probably going to be overall a good thing. It's just like what we have right now. Like, the internet has allowed us to have this podcast where there's three of us talking right now that are mm -hmm. in different parts of the world, but there are some downsides to the internet. You know, the attention economy and social media has mm. some dark sides and definitely, but has it made our lives overall better? I think most of us would say probably yes. Yeah, yeah. probably so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Better. Uh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Definitely easier. Definitely easier. But right. better, other because the whole fucking social media thing is is ruining people's minds, man. It's, it the, is the yeah, world's going that is, fucking that is crazy. One of the big downsides. But if you eliminated that from a, if you eliminated social media, which is a huge part of the internet, from mm. that, just the access to information that's available mm -hmm. now that just wasn't like I mean, remember, remember back in the day when you had to go to a library and take an outdated book out? Yeah, I remember that? that. And that's remember. the information, like. Remember highlighter pens? Remember? Yeah. Well, I mean, back in the day, arguments actually used to last for a while because you couldn't just pick up your phone and find out who was right. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Quick shout out there to Unsure's cat who has joined us. <laughs> What's up, cat friend? 
Yeah, but it's all very interesting stuff, man. And everybody, if you haven't tried yet, then go and try ChatGPT and just see if you can use it for any of your daily activities. And you'll see that you're able to, and it's going to be pretty decent at what it does. And it can be a decent assistant, man. And not just ChatGPT. There's lots of different versions of these machine learning technologies out there now. And it's only going to get better and better, I think. Good shit. But uh, we, we should hit these list of mail questions because we just... Talking about AI all day long, and we do have a few questions <laughs> that we should quickly get to before we wrap things up. Uh, Beaker Bongs here asks, how do you join a club in Spain? I'm going in June, and a distillate car still feels too risky to take through an airport. Monkey, yeah, you know about, you know about this. You have you know, Barcelona shit? Yeah, he's talking about a cannabis club in Barcelona is what he wants to join. Uh, first of all, there to find the clubs in Barcelona, I just basically used it, it Googled or searched for social clubs and you'll start finding them all over the place. Uh, I can't tell you how it works on a day to day basis. We were there during Spanibus and I understand that the rules are slightly different during Spanibus, but you have to first locate one of these places. They're not marked. Mm -hmm. you, you'll, you'll be walking down the street. It'll be a plain door with no signage. It may be a doorbell on it. Maybe just a, the knock on the door or something like that. But you first of all have to find the door. Once you find the door, you knock on the door and they'll let you in. Then you have to figure out whether or not they want to let you in. It's up to them. It's a private club. During Spanibus, they were very nice and very accommodating. And, and if, if you look like you were well-behaved and no problem, they would let you in. Uh, but you have to find the club. Uh, we had luck on the streets asking people, if you find somebody that looks like, hey, these people probably know where weed is, you can actually ask people right on the street and they'll point you to a door. Um, we found people walking around the streets with a guitar, said, I bet you he knows where there's weed. Mm -hmm. And you can ask him and sure enough, he's like, oh, black door right there. You know, one of those things. Um, <laughs> it's, it, it, it is legal in Barcelona. I should say, actually, it's not illegal in barcelona is the way it's put mm. it's tolerated so uh you criminalized it's not criminalized it's not decriminalized it's just not criminalized it's tolerated so they never they never really made it illegal oh how interesting it's just kind of like behind closed doors kind of thing like that right sounds like yeah. a fun adventure to try and find one though um, well, it's they're, they're everywhere. And during Spanibus, most of the clubs were very accommodating. We didn't have any trouble finding a club or actually having people let us in. You just mm -hmm. have to be mm -hmm. patient and kind and understanding and they might help you. I think that you're supposed to actually find someone that belongs to the club and they're supposed to give you a recommendation. Yeah. Now, Pit Jam said, uh, get in touch with the clubs you want to visit beforehand on Instagram. Uh, that, that's yes. a, an option as well. Excellent idea there because mm -hmm. they'll give you some information. I know when we went for Spanibus, Chilbert had some information on a couple of clubs that he forwarded to me. And so I had like this Instagram uh, post that I could show him at the door knowing that I was uh, uh, they, and they would let you in with that kind of thing. But yeah, mm -hmm. contact the club, ask, ask first before you go. You shouldn't have any problem, uh, but it's just a little bit different than you're probably expecting it to be. Mm -hmm. um, it's all, all behind closed doors and you can't you won't see a single sign on the street anywhere about weed anywhere to keep them pesky tourists away but there's like 300 social clubs in barcelona mm -hmm. they're everywhere all right that sounds like fun yeah it's fun it's fun for sure yeah they're small little rooms and boy talk about smoky and crowded mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah for sure because there's no windows it can't be seen from outside 
No, everything I had, but by the time I come on, coming home from the trip, everything I had reeked of, of these clubs in there and, and the drug dogs were barking at me and everything else. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good luck. Uh, and let us know how your trip goes as well. We want to see pictures. Obviously not of you. Don't get yourself in any trouble or expose to security. But if you go and visit a, a coffee shop or a social club, whatever it's called, wherever you are, you know, that's Amsterdam, Spain. We've got a section on Percy's now which is specifically for cannabis tourism. So if you've got pictures or you want to leave a review of any of these establishments that you've visited uh, around the world, then come and share your thoughts about these different places upon persysgrowroom.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a good question here from Billy. What trichome viewing equipment works best? What trichome viewing equipment mm. works best? What do you I use, just- Mackie? I don't really use anything nowadays, man. <laughs> Marge, what do you use? I just use like a, well, I got a scope when I went to California, but it's like a little manual scope. And I have one that I bought off of Amazon too. That was like 10 bucks. All right. Nothing. Uh, the best thing to get is a, a digital microscope, a, a USB microscope. You can get an attachment that will fit into your phone. So you can attach it to your phone and get a real close up of the buds. But what, what I use is just fucking simple. I mean, what I used to use, I mean, if I'm looking at buds now, wondering if it needs chopping, I don't really look at it close anymore. I'm just like, that seems done. Chop. You know, <laughs> that, that looks, I don't really take a close look at the trichomes anymore. But uh, you can get just clip on camera, clip on microscopes for your phone, and you can clip that onto the camera of your phone real easy, only a couple of quid from Amazon. And then you just look at it on the, uh, on your, the camera of your phone. And you can zoom in that picture. Them. I think I bought one or two of those off Amazon though. Like oh, this was a while ago, admittedly, mm. like maybe a couple of years ago. And I found that they were pretty shit. They're and okay, man. They're okay. Could... Maybe, I, maybe it was just the brand that I bought or mm, there's so mm-hmm. many of them on there too, but mm-hmm. read the reviews, I guess. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. sometimes just the manual, like just an old school analog, not connected to Wi-Fi scope can work right. just mm-hmm. as well as some fancy, like, one that you connect your computer and your phone and all this stuff. Yeah. I can get really good pictures out of a digital scope and I can Mm -hmm. get all the information there, but actually if I just wanted a quick judgment or whether to chop it or not, a 20 or a 30 power loop is enough for me to see what I need to see. Mm. Yeah. I guess it depends on what you're using it for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you just want to look for ambers, if yeah, if I'm only looking for ambers to chop it, I don't need a picture. I don't need a photograph. Right. Yeah. In that, in that case, the inexpensive, analog scope works just fine yeah man clip that shit on your fucking phone that, that was my favorite one i mean you, i've got them you know the black square one and it, it's got a little usb light on it and shit remember mm-hmm. those from back in the day they, they were useful but it, it was just these, these clip-on ones you can get your phone it's just so easy you just clip it on make sure it's adjusted right put it on your camera and then you can zoom in on your screen you know you use your thumbs to make it wider and thinner and shit and you can zoom in even further with your screen like that and get a decent image man it works pretty well but for the best thing, if you can get a quality digital microscope, like Monkey was saying there, and you can take pictures of your buds, and then you can get your the picture of your bud, you can upload it to Percy's and get a second opinion. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just make sure about the microscope there as well. People have mentioned in the chat, 60 to 100 times zoom is usually plenty. You'll be able to see everything you need to see when you are, when you zoom in that close. Yeah, I think those digital scopes, at least mine, goes from like forty to sixteen hundred or something like that. So you really and you're really not going to use that thousand power. Yeah. You know, 40, yeah. 50 power is plenty to see the trichomes. Trying to use some weed atoms or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the subatomic particles. <laughs> you know, really. 
We're trying to see the molecular bond between the fucking terpenes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because I did can... just hop onto Amazon here real quick and they have everything from like 20, 12, this is Canadian prices, but twelve ninety nine upwards to, like you said, Monkey, uh, there was one here that was like 1600 bucks. Yeah. And everything in between. It. Yeah. Something basic is all you really need. I mean, you just need to see if the trichomes are milky or, or, or amber. It's, that's mm-hmm, where you need mm-hmm. to be. Yeah, man. So it was a good question. That was Billy. Thank you. And we haven't seen you around for a few days. I hope you're all good. But uh, one more question from Improper Weed Viking. Yeah. He says, <laughs> question, is it true, Mackie, that a certain vote took place in the hallowed halls of the Percy's chat that was unanimous in its vote that because of because you fofoed Vegemite, you now have to try the most awesome spread to ever touch the slice of mildly burnt bread, anchovette or anchovette. Uh, that is true. It, it, I wouldn't say it was necessarily a vote. It was discussion about went on amongst members. There was no official vote or anything like that, bro. Right? But yeah, these guys want me to. I, I don't know what happened. It's like now we suddenly come up with this movement where we've got to get Mackie to try all of these horrible <laughs> foods and see what he thinks about it. You know, it started. It started with yeah, you got to try Vegemite, and I did, and I tried Vegemite. Went to chat. And I was like, yo, chat, that, that, tried that Vegemite shit was dire. Don't do it. If anybody's trying to do it now, stop. Save yourselves. And there's like, oh, no, it's all right. No, because Improper Weed Viking is uh, Australian and they love their Vegemite. <laughs> and then we discussed loads of different foods, which were just absolutely dreadful. And one of these things came up with anchovette, which is like anchovies smushed up into a paste that you mm-hmm. spread on your toast and eat and it's like i could definitely definitely get behind that man that's no problem with that i like anchovies yeah but in small amounts uh, anchovy paste well i don't know i I like anchovies on my pizza i mean i love it it's just something anchovy paste because it's used actually in i think like a traditional caesar salad dressing it it is yes and i love it yeah (laughs) i don't know about spreading it on my toast but you know Mm. it has its place yeah, I mean, it's like, fuck it. The mission is just to get a spoonful of it. And just, <laughs> come on. It's hardcore, that shit. <laughs> come on. Well, just, just give him a can of anchovies and say, go for it, man. Man, I'll probably like it. I like mackerel. I like anchovies. You know, I'm one of the few people uh-huh. who I know who puts anchovies on their pizza. So I Me do too. like anchovies, man. That, that salty, salty goodness. Well, I could eat that shit. And I'd even take the anchovies off sometimes and eat the anchovy by itself. That's nice, man. That, that that explosion of saltiness. Mm-mm. Right, so I the the paste and there you go. Yeah, but the, the whole paste thing is kind of <laughs> off-putting, though. You know? Well, I mean, it's just smashed up fish. I mean, what's the difference, right. you know? Because it's yeah. smashed up. It's not fish shape. You know, I'm happy to eat it, but it's still in a fish shape. You know? <laughs> just close your eyes. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I think I'm going to have to try it because I, I probably will fucking like it, to be fair. No, so, I am curious to see what they come up with next. But I did see that it's been discontinued in the UK or something, but surely not. That's surely not, not true. You're just saying that so you don't right. have to do it. I'm going to do a quick search then. I'll do a quick search. It's been uh, taken off the market for health effects, right? And Chovetti really? in the UK. No, it hasn't. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Oh, my God. It looks so bad. It's £10? <laughs> oh, that's a big tube. Yeah, that is a big tub, to be fair. <laughs> Uh, it's this specific one they want to be. Is it Pex? Pex and Chauvette? You see, I said it with French accent, that makes it sound more classy. And Chauvette. You know, can right. you buy Pex and Chauvette in the UK? 
Uh, this is the median salary <laughs> Why is anchovette discontinued? Pioneer is any production of Pex anchovette and red roll fish paste. The company says people no longer have an appetite for minced fish preserves in a jar. No? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, did he just call it anchovette? Mm. Bubble, I've never heard anybody say this word. I've only ever read it, so I might be pronouncing it incorrectly. You know, sound it out for me. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to say it either. That just means it's going to be trickier for you to find, which adds to the fun. Yeah, yeah. Who's fun though, Marge? Who's fun? Well, all of ours. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's you see, the deal here is, you know, if they're challenging you to eat all this stuff, they need to be sending it to you. That's the thing. And it's like oh. you, make, making you go find it. That ain't right. Well, don't encourage him because next thing you know, <laughs> his, yeah, his wife will be kicking him out the house. What's all this stinky stuff people mail you all the time? Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't want to know. Well, then shall we pay yeah. for dinner? Like Corvette, but anchov anchov instead of core, like anchovette. That's it's crap. Oh, it's crap. It doesn't sound anywhere near as classy you now as anchovette. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> You're trying to make it sound a little Italian there somewhere or another. Yeah, maybe that was Italian, not French. That one. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do accents. You know, I barely do my own. You know, <laughs> Stonewall says, but I thought you didn't like seafood, Mackie. He's like, yeah, man, I like fish and seafood and shit. And I thought I didn't like seafood, but then I went out this time and I bought some prawns and they were fucking delicious, man. It was shellfish yeah. he was a little bit uh, worried about, but yeah. He, yeah, he shellfish. That. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit gonna kill you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't made right, it's gonna kill you. But yes, that's all the questions. So yeah, there was a vote and uh, oh, scampy. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, you're talking about food again, man. You're going to give me the munchies. It's dinner time here, so I am hungry. <laughs> yeah, nice. It's, uh, it's half 11 at night here. It's coming on midnight. So it's time to wrap this shit up. So, yes, thanks for the questions, everybody. We'll move on to the outro. And there we go, everybody. That was this week's Grow Guides episode. If you want to join the discussion or you have anything to say about this episode, then head over to percysgrowroom.com and come and join the discussion over there. It'll be great to hear from you. It'll be great to know what your insight is on this particular topic to do with AI. You know, And it's always good to hear from our listeners. So join Percy's if you haven't already. It'll be good to see you over there. But anyway, as usual, thank you for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate every single one of you guys who are out there downloading the show every week. So thank you for being here and downloading it. Uh, We'll hope to catch you on Sunday for the live show, which is at the usual time, 9pm UK time, uh, 4pm Eastern and 1pm Pacific. But for now, that's it for this week. We hope to catch you on the live one on Sunday or back to the cannabis news on Monday. So have a good weekend. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.